Today's gospel is one of those gospels that really has a lot of depth. And um, because it has so much of depth, there are different ways in which we can approach it. But one way that I would like to approach it is to understand the dynamic of the mission of Christ. And when we look at the gospel, you will find that there are basically three parts. You have the first part, which is the calling or the selection. The second part is where they are being sent. And the third part is the return. And I think all this is very important to understand the dynamic of the mission of Christ. Now, in order to understand the dynamics, we have to understand two important roles that we see in the life of Christ. Discipleship and apostleship. A disciple is one who is called to sit at the feet of the master, to build a relationship of love, to build a relationship of trust. An apostleship is the mission that comes forth from this relationship that we share with Christ. So as we can see, in order to be an apostle, you first have to be a disciple. And that's what we see happening in today's gospel. You have Jesus first calling them. He's calling them, he's selecting them so that they could experience the relationship that he had with them. And it is this relationship that he wanted them to go forth and preach to others. And this dynamic is not just in today's gospel passage, it happens throughout the ministry of Christ. Even in the feeding of the 5,000, it was an opportunity for them to know that Jesus is there with them, but allow themselves to go forth and help the people and to feed them. So it was a continuous dynamic of them being with Jesus and then going forth to preach his name or to preach the name of God to other people. And this dynamic that I'm talking about of discipleship, apostleship, is very much also seen in the life of Jesus. And that is the relationship that he had with his father. Every time he would go out to his mission, he would come back to spend time with the father to build that relationship of love, to build the relationship of trust. And when he was able to enjoy that relationship, it was that relationship that he went out to preach to the people. And that is why the word he uses for God is Abba. He calls his father Abba, which basically, if you translate it into the vernacular, is Daddy Darling. He would call his own father Daddy Darling. So it was that relationship of trust, that relationship of love, that he was trying to basically reflect in his mission, and that's what he wanted the disciples to do themselves. A very important um, characteristic of a good relationship is trust. The stronger the trust, the stronger is the relationship. And that's what we see happening over here. It's a relationship of trust. So the first part, if we have to look at it into our, and apply it to our own lives, we need to ask ourselves, is what is the relationship that we have with Christ? Do I have this disciple relationship that I want to be with him, that I want to have my relationship strengthened when I'm with him, so that when I go out and I live my life, I can reflect Christ in the life that I live. So that is discipleship. The second part is being sent out. So now they go as apostles. Now, an important point here is that, one way that I understand it, is that an apostle is not sent to preach Christ. We are not sent to preach Christ to the world. What we are sent is to preach our experience of Christ to the world. Jesus always was preaching about his father because he had the experience of his father in his life. And that is what he was preaching. And the disciples were going out 
preaching the relationship that he shared with Christ to people. And through Christ, they experienced God the Father. And so an, an important aspect here is this whole concept of trust and how we build trust. We build trust by looking back in our lives. Each one of us seated here would have experiences where we have had difficult moments and yet we have come out of it having not perished. Which means the Lord has been there in our life, the Lord has been protecting us and therefore that's how we build trust. If the Lord was there in my past and is there in my present, the Lord will be there in my future. And I share a personal experience of this because it was an experiment. When I joined the congregation 25 years ago, they had, before I joined, an experiment where people were literally sent somewhere, so they had to travel a certain distance for almost 30 days with nothing. Okay, they were only given a good breakfast and they had to reach the other destination by begging on the way and they had to walk. They couldn't take the public transport. But because they had to walk on the highway, it was cancelled. And by the time I joined, we had an experiment known as the slum experiment. So I was put in a slum with no money and the family that I was living with was paid a certain amount to look after me, which in that time was $4 for the month. So she was paid in two installments, $2 and $2 after 15 days. But she was a scavenger. So she would go around scavenging for things and which she would use to sell and make money to basically buy her drinks, her alcohol and her cigarettes. So when the time came for me to be there in the house, whatever money was given to be looked after me with, was spent on her drinks. So that was one of those times when I had virtually nothing because I was living in a house that was about 50 square feet. That's it. So that's all I had. And I really didn't know what I was going to do because I had no money and rarely would I get a chance to eat. And very much of what they were doing in today's gospel was seen in my life. Because if I had no money to eat, where would food come from? So I was working on a garbage truck and it's very different in where I am from, where it's like a big trolley which is pulled by a tractor and we are in the trolley itself. So you have all the garbage being thrown inside and you are there sorting out things. And those people who were working with me would bring their lunch and it was their lunch that I was able to eat. So I was always provided with food for the day. I never went hungry, even though I had nothing. Another incident that happened during that same 30 days was while I was working in the field, one of the stalks that had just been cut, cut my leg and it began to fester. And now being in, a, in that truck was making things even worse. So I finally got a chance to go to a doctor who knew us, who would treat the novices for free. But even though I came out happy that I got, you know, the doctor's advice for free, I was still a bit anxious because I didn't have enough money to buy the medicines. But yet, when I went to the chemist or to the pharmacy, it happened to be very much within the amount that I had and I could even afford the medicines then. And this is one experience that I always hold on to. 25 years ago is the incident in my life. But whenever I go through moments of trials, whenever I go through moments of struggles and I do have a struggle trusting the Lord, I just look back at one of the many. But this is one of the events that I look back at. Because like the disciples coming back, that's how I came back to the novitiate, rejoicing, knowing that the Lord was there in my life. So the more we are able to have these experiences of understanding the presence of God in our life, the more we will be rejoicing. Because 
it's like I know God is there and when I live my life and the struggles I am able to really face them well knowing that the Lord is there you can never be sad after that you will always be rejoicing so it all comes back to what is the relationship that we share with God do we trust in his presence in our life because that is what we are called to basically go forth and preach and I would like to end with a small story you may have heard it before but I love preaching it because for me it means a lot in my own life and it is the story of Charles Blondin who was a tightrope artist who could walk across chasms and he was way superior to the ones that we have today and if you google him you'll also find him on the net and you know he was always praised for his uh, skill and talent and many times he would ask people if you really believe in my talent who's willing to come with me and nobody would come because nobody's going to go across a chasm knowing that you can fall to your death. But his manager goes with him and even that is available on Google. And they crossed the chasm. It was difficult. Some of the ropes holding the main rope in place snapped, but they made it across. But it is not the journey that they made. It is what he tells his manager before they left for the journey. He says, Harry, you are no longer you. You are now me. Be one with me in mind, body, and soul. If I sway to the left, you sway to the left. If I tilt to the right, you tilt to the right. Because if you try to balance on your own, we will both fall to our deaths. The gospel of today calls us to really trust in the Lord, to sometimes be able to have this ability to go piggyback on him, to know that he will guide us through moments when things are difficult, if he tells us to sway to the left, sway to the left. If he tells us to sway to the right, we sway to the right. Because it's only when we're able to build this bond of trust can we really go forth and preach him through who we are and what we do. Amen.